Thanks for being with us for another Community Matters on 95.3 WBCK and at BattleCreekPodcast.com. Brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln in downtown Battle Creek. Today, the organization in our spotlight in this segment has a purpose. That purpose is to contribute to human dignity. Here to expand on that is the CEO at Charitable Union, Teresa Allen. Hi, Teresa. Good morning, Richard. Thanks for having me. Boy, uh, Charitable Union has been charging on, hasn't it? Yes, we've been busy over here. We celebrated our 135th anniversary this year. Ah, nice. And we decided that we would celebrate 135 years. And instead of bolstering what we're doing today, let's talk about all the amazing things we've done for over a century. Why not? Because some of that is like the best kept secret in town. Did you know we were hospital administrators for 50 years? That I didn't know. Wow. We brought the first hospital to Battle Creek. What it really says is you've pivoted, focusing on the needs that are present at at a given time, right? So at the time, a hospital was needed and Charitable Union was integral in making that happen. Yes, that, that has been something we've been doing for 135 years to say, what do we see happening in our community? And we take it from there to the families we think are going to be impacted by it. So for instance, we have a group that meets called Shoppers Council. Mm -hmm. Shoppers Council is where folks who shop at Charitable Union can have some input on what they see happening, what they see as needs. Remember years ago when United Way went to their pillar structure for funding, United Way utilized that group to get feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So let's talk about it for a second, just your structure. So you're providing uh, clothing and things to folks who need it at no charge, but there's a way to support that, and you have a structure for that. We joke at our office, we are a three-legged stool. <laughs> so the first leg is going to be our donation center. That's where folks bring donations, much like you would to other nonprofits uh, that accept do- you know, clothing, household item donations. You bring mm-hmm. it, you leave it in a beautiful pink bin in our parking lot. <laughs> Um, and then we're going to sort through it, get it organized, and all of the clothing still in working orders is going to go into our free store. Sometimes we get stuff that needs to go to Fabric Heaven, and we recycle those items. <laughs> right. So, um, those could be, you know, the shirts that just got stained at dinner or maybe got grease on them while you were changing the oil on the car. We'll recycle those. And we make two and a half cents per pound when we recycle But the important part is when you recycle over 200,000 pounds of material, you're leaving a major impact on the community. That's the first leg of the stool is the donation center. The second leg of the stool is going to be our free store. Now, the concept of a free store is family shop for free. Mm -hmm. Um, So they come in once a month, they get the items they need, whether it is household items, uh, decor items, bedding, towels books, toys in the month of December. We're giving away toys, Okay. Um, winter weather gear, period packs, baby formula, steel-toed boots, uh, incontinence products. It's a whole array of stuff available in that free store. And then the third leg to our stool is our gift shop. We have a little gift shop and a lot of folks don't know about the gift shop. Um, That's open to the public and we have an array of handmade items. So right now, We have a Dragon Ball Z t-shirt quilt hanging up in the store for folks to see. (laughs) 
it's our tribute to, you know, some of the icons that we love. We also have a Batman quilt, an autism quilt. They're just tributes to things that we thought were really cool. And we'll try and sell this quilt and all of the proceeds of the gift shop 100% go right back to the mission of charitable union. So that's where we get our revenues to say, but we want to create a program mid-year. We didn't ask any funders for it, and we have no evidence that it is going to work the way we plan to do it yet. So let <laughs> us get a little seed money in here, create something. Um, that's really how period poverty started for us. You know, we rolled that program and now it's really grown. Those programs come from Shoppers Council. So today our families are, you know, they're giving us needs, but they're needs outside of what we can serve. So for instance, um, our families are struggling with transportation, right? And we all know transportation is such a hot topic in our county, Mm -hmm. but it's not just transportation. Like I need a service that can take me from point A to point B because I need to go to work, but it's also for the folks who own their cars. Owning a car today is a luxury. Cars are expensive. Gas is expensive. Repairs are expensive. All of these things are impacting our families. So those needs I take on to the funding universe. So the funders in town get to hear from me and hear about these are some of the issues that are plaguing our families. And they can then talk with the powers that would be in our community to say, is there a place for a program like this? Mm -hmm. We had some short-term fixes. Um, for things like that. The last two programs that were really born out of uh, needs from our shoppers were our steel-toed boot program. Okay. Where when you, uh, a lot of the manufacturing world is hiring through temp agencies. And when you hire in at a temp agency, you're at a lower wage and you have to provide all of your safety equipment. Right. So they can refer them to us if they were unemployed or underemployed, and we will provide them the steel-toed boots necessary to start their job. And that was born out of uh, another need that you saw. Yep. And and you were able to accommodate that. For many years, that program was uh, strictly a donation basis, meaning um, our friends, maybe at Kellogg's Post, Denzo, would do a boot drive for us, and they would donate the used boots. So if you had the same size foot as the current employees at those factories, you were in, you were getting boots. But if you didn't, we couldn't help you. So we've grown that program with some funding and we went from, we've more than doubled the number of people we serve a year. So this year we're over 650 people receiving steel-toed boots so far this year. Wow. And hiring is still happening. We see them every day of the week coming in. And asking for a pair of steel toes. Wow. Talk about um, recognizing a need, setting a a plan in motion, and then creating a response, and then growing that. Yeah. And the word is obviously out. People know it, and they know where to go to find it. Yep. Let's cross our fingers and see what happens with the transportation thing, because this could have the same kind of trajectory, couldn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Boy, you're not the only one to say that. I've heard that transportation issue come up a lot. I've done some interviews with the United Way. It's come up there in our discussions. I've been working on a an extensive podcast episode series with Summit Point. It comes up there. This really is, you're not kidding, a serious situation, isn't it? People need to get to where they have to go to work at least, and it makes it difficult to get there. Well, and, you know, when you put in all of the aspects, so put in now it's a single parent taking a child to daycare 
taking a child to school because there's no transportation mm-hmm. and the daycare you're using is not within, you know, I mean, there's no transportation. So it doesn't really matter if you took them to that daycare and dropped them off. So now you've got two kids. You need to get someplace. You need to get to work, mm-hmm. work your shift, but then you still have to pick the child up from school at the end of the day or have them go to another daycare facility. You're still picking multiple kiddos up at the end of the day. Right. That's a lot of burden for our families. So how do we uplift that? What is the pie in the sky solution? Is it just better transportation? Is it better wraparound services in our mm-hmm. community? Is it a different approach? Because the needs are different in certain neighborhoods. Here on Calhoun Street, I am a pie in the sky kind of gal. <laughs> I love to dream big over here. That's a good thing. Uh, You know, they'll hear me frequently. Have we served our 1,000th customer today? And the joke is if we served 1,000 people in one day, my people would be so exhausted. Um, Hair would be pulled out. It would be crazy mayhem. You know, we serve about 100 households, which can extrapolate up to about 450 people being served. So when I say, you know, have we hit a thousand yet? You know, the gift shop, I always ask them, did you make that $1 million sale today? Because that's what <laughs> I'm looking for. Um, if we don't dream big, we are not dreaming. So, you know, again, when we talk about what is the solution to transportation, you know, let's look at all those pieces, those moving pieces of mom and work and daycare and school. Uh-huh. And how do we work them together and make it a system that has cogs that just click? Right. The gears work together and turn all of the equipment, right? Yeah. Well, you've spoken it and they say that's the first step, right? Get it out there in the universe. And you've done that. Yeah. So let's stay in touch on that because it would be interesting to know how this trajectory goes. So as folks are thinking about the end of the year and and, uh, helping you, what can they bring you that you need? Number one, I want to start off with Charitable Union is having a record-breaking year of items distributed. That means we've given away significantly more items. So I'm looking at my numbers through October, and it was, you know, shy of 600,000. Wow. I am guessing we are easily going to break the 700,000 marker. This could be our largest year of items distributed. So what is that telling me? It tells me people in our community are in need. And the number of people coming to us is growing every day. Mm -hmm. So uh, what do I always need? I need men's clothes, Richard. I need (laughs) men's clothes that are not worn out. Um, So I love the men in my life. But when they donate clothes to Charitable Union, those are going to Fabric Heaven. Uh, Uh, They have really uh, served their purpose (laughs) and have holes and tears and are misshapen. Um, So, but we always need men's clothes. I want to put that out there. So if someone does give you a Christmas present this year and you're going to put it on the shelf and you're really thinking, I am never going to wear that, think about giving it a new life for someone who would wear it. Mm -hmm. Because when your option is nothing or that shirt you're not sure you like, all of a sudden that shirt you're not sure you like is really popular because you have something. So we encourage folks to think that way, but we need men's clothes. Uh, We ask our plus size friends to think about donating clothing. Um, We never have enough plus size clothing for the families who shop here in a month. Specific needs. We need winter coats in adult sizes. We need snow pants in anybody's size. If you have extra pairs sitting around your house, think about donating them. They're going to go to a family in need. Um, And then winter boots. 
Um, we never have enough winter boots for everybody uh, who needs them. And our kiddos, right, their feet are growing. So the boots they got in October may not actually fit them come January. Also remember here at Charitable Union, we are the best organizing clothing people you're ever going to meet. We have a basement full of off-season stuff. And so help, you know, don't worry about it being off-season. Just go ahead and bring it to us. We organize it and house it that way. So cold weather gear items, really important to us right now. In addition to that, you know, we are going to need steel-toed boots. The funding we have is going to run low the need we're seeing is significant. Easily placing orders for between 15 and 25 pairs of boots every week because we're going to run out of sizes. If you work in an industry and you have to wear steel-toed boots, talk to human resources about doing a boot drive for us. We would love to work with you on that and make it really easy that basically there's a bin to put them in with an explanation of who they go to. Right. So those are things that we need. Uh, financial supports at the end of the year. You know, we're a basic needs nonprofit, grassroots. So we fundraise all year long to make our operating budget happen. We do things like buy winter coats, hoping that the funds will always come in to support that program. So we mm -hmm. ask, you know, the community to think about giving to us and think about donating every month. What if you donated $10 a month to yeah. a charity? And even if it's not my charity, but it's a good cause here in town, I support it too. Doing that every month gives the organization some stability. So we know that you haven't forgotten about us and it makes it easier for you. And for a lot of folks donating online, using their credit cards and getting miles for it or points that turn into cash later for them really works. So we really encourage that. Can you do a uh, just a monthly hit on somebody's credit card? Boom, 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 automatically? Absolutely. We can do yeah. monthly. We can do quarterly. Um, and we have folks that say, I don't want to do it that way. I want to log in every month. But if they tell us they're going to do that, then we know to anticipate this giving. And what that does is, again, it just helps give us a little steady flow. And we know we haven't lost you as a donor. So mm -hmm. if you only donate once a year, the biggest concern all of us executive directors all over town have is, <laughs> have they forgotten about us? And we don't want to overreach out because, right, that can be annoying and none of, nobody likes that. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that's the big concern. Are we going to make the budget? You know, we're anticipating, you know, certain things to happen to still be partnering with certain businesses. But we really only talk once a year. Yeah. So it's hard. Well, I can attest that the monthly credit card thing, if you're comfortable with doing that, it's the easiest thing in the world. You don't have to remember to go sit down and, and log that in among all the other things you have to remember to do. What was that password? You know, all that stuff that happens mm -hmm. when you have to do that. Uh, it's really nice that you have that. Uh, I think that you have that uh, ability to just do it automatically. And then it helps you and it helps us because we don't have to think about it. Remind folks where you are, Teresa, so they know where to take those steel boots and everything else they need. So in. we are located at 85 Calhoun Street. So we are just one block off of North Avenue. Mm -hmm. Our donation center is on the back side of the building. So donations are going to be Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. We appreciate everybody bringing those donations out. And when you drop off your donations, take a peek in our gift shop. We are having a holiday extravaganza right now. There are hundreds of Christmas decor items 
available and new ones are being put out every single day. There's always a sale going on in our little gift shop. So you can always find something um, at a good price. Of course. All right. And we'll be sure in the show notes for this episode at battlecreekpodcast.com to link your website so folks can explore a little bit more and help in whatever way they need to and get that information. Teresa, congratulations on all your success and uh, all the good work you're doing. Thank you. 